I whisk well, like the best well, of them. Do you, do you hold it like, like a pencil, yeah. or a spoon, or like, how do you hold your whisk? What? I, I used to hold mine like a fucking child and like like, yeah. like the full fist like that. Now I've I I give it like okay. a wrist motion. Yeah, like you, you like hold I'm it like a, a magic wand. like a spoon or something. Yeah, we're still talking about whisks. <laughs> yeah, Sean definitely like back. a spoon and just like get that wrist in there, get a real good whip. Sean just got back and nothing has changed. Still, like the third question. Real good whip. Welcome to Brose. It's what's for dinner. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros and rose. To my right, Mr. Rich Sweeten. I had mashed potatoes. To my left, Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hi. And across from us, reporting live from the heartland of America, Tim Hansen. Mmm, pizza. Mm. <laughs> I couldn't think of what I had for dinner. I had a vegetarian chicken patty. Chicken. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the Wegmans, like chicken. Is yeah. that the Wegmans kind? Well, that's just, I think all, now they all have adopted that. Oh, yeah. Like Morningstar, whatever I yeah. had. As long as you don't include the last vowel, like it yeah. doesn't count as meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's how it works. It's not the same. Speaking of weird chicken spellings, just real quick, it blew my mind. Chick-fil-A is actually C-H-I-C-K and not C-H-I-C. I screw that up all the time. Oh, if I thought I, it was C-H-I-K. I, I thought was it was off. C-H-I-C. I think because of the the one, the cows always spelling it wrong. Yeah. I think it's just a Mandela effect. Chicken. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it only, the, the C-H-I-C-K for Chick-fil-A only stuck with me about a year ago after mm. like, you know, years and years of, of having Chick-fil-A present in my life. It 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 does not it doesn't seem like the type of restaurant where it would fully spell that word out. Yes. That syllable. I agree. Yeah. There we go. I I just re listened to our conspiracy theory episode like two days ago. Oh yeah. Oh. It's a good one. And Rich, Richie's was Mandela effect. Yeah. yeah. So that's the first thing that popped into my mind. I do remember the Mandela effect discussion. Uh as you should because you're you're avid listeners of the Brose podcast <laughs> out there. Uh available on every podcast platform known to mankind. Everyone uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and like if there's one being invented right now, one of those like podcast grabbers, podcast aggregators, or something like that, we're there. We're there. We're, we're, we're there. The... We're already there. Platforms invented. We're, yeah, we're just... investing. We're on the ground floor of it. We are. We're the angel investors of future podcast platforms. Indeed, um, we and... are the arms of the angel. Whoa! <laughs> we um... are the arms. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. <laughs> If you want to, if you want to request which song we sing next, send it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's also a great place to send us our questions that we answer during the show, mm-hmm. uh, which we answer questions from you, the audience, about life, the universe, and everything. I've I've gotten a lot of karaoke feedback from our karaoke sessions that they're amazing, like when we did uh, "Make a Man Out of You" and "Bohemian Rhapsody." Like I've been told that they were the best things ever. Who told you this? Uh, and why are they lying to yeah. you? Why do you let them lie to your face? Yeah. Uh, I think I it was know. Maine Casnell. Maine Casnell. Yeah, I had to explain that to to my wife. We changed the name. So to to Rich's suggestion, uh, we changed the names on our Twitter feed uh, to the names of the, the like. We picked which state was like a good name. Yeah, yeah and which, uh, which state we would change our name to. Yeah, and so we changed it on Twitter for like a week, uh, and it it. It didn't stick for anybody uh, that I knew. It's like, oh, what, why? I mean, I'm doing? still Louisiana Casnell yeah. or Louisiana. Oh, you are, huh? <laughs> no, yeah, I'm Louisiana Casnell. Richie married in. The change was Rich's birth name is actually Louisiana. He just decided to take my name. Uh, yeah, 
so anyway, if you have questions like that, brosequestions at gmail.com is a great place to send them. But uh, before we get to those questions, let's talk about what we're drinking tonight. Uh, Tim, I want to start with you. I am drinking uh, Sincere's Clement et Florian Berthier. I think one of those is what this is called, and one of them is uh, who makes it. Since you, you described it the first episode as like all the Frenchy words, I'm, I'm remembering um, Hannibal Burris's bit about running into like the French Canadian cop, and he's like, and then this cop comes up to me, he just starts all this French. <laughs> French. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's other words on here, like Mission Boutier Par, which I, I don't know what the fuck that, that means, means. That means bottled by. Mm. You just made that up. No, <laughs> Mise en Bouteille means placed into bottle. Par means by, yeah. so bottled by. Oh, snap, look at you. Yeah, French miner, baby. <laughs> also, that's my. I think my last one said that, too. It was fly, I think. Cheater. Actually, I don't, I don't want to call you out, Sean, but I did Google Translate it, and actually translates to go buy a whisk. <laughs> ah, yes. Yeah. A whisk. <laughs> Naturally. Yeah. I find that, like, really French wines, they that's a problem that I run into a lot, where I don't know what the wine is called, because there's so many words, and I'm like, I feel like it can't be all of these. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it can't be. Just pick one. You can't fit all um, those words. There's, so many that, that, there's not even that words that many that exist. Yeah, but it's from the Sancerre region of France, which is south of Paris, along the Loire River. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Pinot Noir Rosé, and it's still as brolicious as episode one. Nice. Ooh, excellent. Uh, Sean, what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking Kaya uh, Rosé from Monterey County. It's 2017, and it is still pretty good. Okay. Uh, it's uh, above Braveridge, I would say... Less good than the Josh's and the other Pinot Noirs, but still really good, and I would happily drink it again. Okay. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Rich, what are you drinking? I am drinking uh, Polo Creek Moscato Rosé. Um, it is above Breveridge, uh, close to uh, close to Brossom. Nice. But not mm. quite. Well, I mean, for at its price point. For, for a $5 bottle of wine, for it to be above Breveridge. It's not bad. It's yeah, not bad I at mean, all. You're, it's crushing it. It's a very good deal. Excellent. Um, it's no I, huevos. It's certainly not huevos. It's definitely it's not definitely huevos. Not it's certainly not huevos because he's still like upright and talking. <laughs> uh, I am still celebrating uh, my 30th birthday. Um, so I am drinking uh, McCallan. Uh, I believe I'm pronouncing that right. McCallan uh, Highland Single Malt Scotch Whiskey. It's a 12-year uh, given to me by my, my, my dear friend Tim Hansen. Uh, and and when I, I, will, I will reveal that when I opened this bottle a couple weeks ago, I, I know I, I kept looking at it in my liquor cabinet and I kept, I was like, where did I get, because I looked it up. I'm like, okay, McCallan's a really nice scotch. Where did I get this? And so my first instinct was text him and go, hey, I'm sorry this sounds weird, but did you give me a bottle of McCallan <laughs> at some point? And he said, I think, and what your, your answer was that you think that you gave it to me um, when you also gave me the football for, for when you asked me to be your best man. I, th- I think my exact words were, I think it came with a football. <laughs> the best man football. I think it came the with best a man football. football. And I was like, well, the only time Tim's given me a football is for, a best man, for asking me to be best man, which would make sense to why he gave me a nice bottle of scotch. Uh, so I am enjoying that tonight. Uh, it, is, it is very tasty. Uh, I, I'm, I'm very much enjoying the scotch. Uh, my man over there has excellent taste in scotch uh, and has mm-hmm. not led me astray on anything that he's uh, suggested so far. It's not my particular favorite, but it seemed like it'd be up your alley. It is. It's quite good. I like it a lot. Yeah. So, uh, so there we go. So, Rich. Yes. You have an envelope of questions sitting to your left. Oh, I do. Yeah. What does the envelope say? The envelope has uh, two 
glasses drawn on it. Nothing inside the glasses, but it says, this is two glasses of rosé. So we're yeah. getting very factual. It's rosé of the mind. Yeah. yeah. Rosé of the mind. Yeah, rosé of the mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we just I, have to pretend we have to slurp the envelope. Mm, look at rosé. Yeah. I just thought they were whisks at first. <laughs> yeah. It's true. <laughs> All the whisks. If you want to be whisks, they can be whisks. If you want to understand our whisk question, go back and listen to 14.1. Yeah. And you'd understand all the whisk talk. Oh Martha's also pretty sure she's the one who put that question in like months ago when we were putting our registry together rather than immediately after the Pride Well, shower. I mean, it just, it, you know, serendipity. I, I assumed it was a question asking like, why didn't we get more whisks? Like a, a subtle <laughs> subtweet of people getting you gifts. Like, where were the whisks? Yeah, we she's like, we like need 40. all three sizes and we need duplicates. I'm like, no, we need two simmer down. Smash go to Martha like tapping on her keyboard with two whisks. <laughs> Going like, we need more. Why didn't we get more whisks? Right. Why am I hitting seven letters at once? <laughs> it makes a miscomplex. Well, now I know what to get you guys for Christmas. And your birthday. Yeah. And your wedding. Whiskey. And whiskey. <laughs> and more whiskey. There we go. What's the first question, Rich? So the first question is, how do you respond when a stranger invades your personal space? Do they smell bad? Uh... This is your own personal stranger, so if they do, they do. <laughs> your own personal stranger. <laughs> as long as they don't smell bad it's and they're, like, really up in my space, it's usually, like, an arm around the hip in for, like, a side hug or a close hug. I'm like, hey, what's going on, buddy? Mm. I don't... Mm. Works every time to either, like, break the ice and it's like, oh, this is now just a funny thing and we're going to be great friends for the next, like, 12 minutes. Or it's just like, what the fuck are you doing? It's like, hey, you came on to me. I don't know what you want. You came on to me. Mm-hmm. So you immediately assume that the, the, the person in question is trying to come on to you. No, I don't assume that. Oh. I just know it's going to make them awkward as fuck. And they're either going to laugh about my reaction okay. or they're going to be fucking awkward. And it's mm-hmm. like, good, get the fuck away from me. Okay. All right. So this is like a it's it's sort of like sending a signal. Like you're, you're casting, a, casting a line like, all right, this this is either going to scare you away or it's it's going to make this per- this situation perfectly okay because I'll understand what type of person you are. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. Okay. And if they can't do if they can't deal with that then I don't want that kind of negativity in my life. <laughs> I don't know if I've had a recent situation like that. The closest I came it was earlier today but it wasn't like a personal space thing. It was like some guy knocked on our door and uh and had the completely wrong address and was asking for a woman that, you know, doesn't doesn't yeah. live at our house. And it was just like, are you, you know, and it was there asking for someone on Cooper Landing Road. And I had to like, but he was like, is this you? Or he was like, is this your, like, you're, I'm looking for this person. And like was reaching in like kind of to where I was, which is yeah. still inside the house, which is not cool with me. Yeah. And I was just like, I, I, I immediately just was shaking my head throughout my entire conversation with him. It was like, yeah. not my house. And I, I don't know how I would react though if somebody was just like bodying me. Like the only time I've had that is like at concerts or like yeah, events but- where it's like a general admission kind of vibe. Yeah. I think I, I will, I will give you a, a give a glance. Mm-hmm. Like I'll try to make eye contact to be like, "What are you doing?" To try to get a feel for the, the intention. Like if it was by accident or if it was on purpose, and then I will make myself bigger, like to take up more room. Yeah. To be like just just to like you know just, when you're just like puff out your chest and be like like move your arm fight or flight yeah. to be like i this is my space and then you can kind of like pull yourself back in to yeah, like yeah. Mm-hmm. reclaim your area but i don't know i've never so i think this is a this is not a great question to ask for dudes mm. because we i think this is a better like we don't really I, i've never had it and actually that's not true one time i was at a club 
and I was dancing because I love to dance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, and some guy grabbed my junk, like Ooh, yeah. in a sexual way. Like he was oh. trying, he was oh. trying to fuck, and oh, I was okay. like, "Oh no, thank you." No. <laughs> no, no. Oh no, thanks. Yeah, I was like, I oh, appreciate no. it, but no. Yeah, I was like, no, thank you. And he was it's like, a formal denial. And he was like, <clears throat> and he just danced off. <laughs> and uh, but like, so that was, I think, the closest I've ever been to a situation. But even then, I didn't. It was just like I never, I don't, I've never felt unsafe with somebody coming into my space. Because even then, he like he like he <laughs> he sexually assaulted me. But like even then, like I was like I was still like in control of my area like mm-hmm. i didn't feel like threatened i was yeah. like i was like oh no and he just like walked away you feel at any point that he would like be like overwhelming you almost. yeah yeah like, exactly yeah. i was just like oh that's no thanks and yeah. then that was it and it was basically like just have like we like we shook hands he was like would you like to make out and i was like no and then he walked away and i was yeah. all right <laughs> like, yeah, it was yeah, basically, yeah. like that was I... the feel of the whole thing that's about that yeah but i don't know i don't i've never felt like if people getting in my personal space doesn't really bother me because i never feel like Mm-hmm. I'm trapped in that space. Like I can yeah. move away or like push the person away. Be like, no thanks. Like, yeah, yeah. Like it's weird because like if if somebody like especially at like a club or like a theater, if you're at a concert or at a bar or something like that, like if somebody's like getting in your posi- like getting in your space, mm-hmm. like you first of all, you don't want to like just immediately be like, all right, I have all the space you want. Like you know, just do whatever you want. I'll move away or something like that. You don't necessarily want to do that, but you also there's like there's a, like a threshold you have to, to mm-hmm. meet where it's like all right, I want I'm established. This is my space. You have to get away from me. Yeah. But then if they keep encroaching, you're like basically the next question is how much do I want to get into a fight tonight? Yeah, because like if if you're like because there's certain people you sort of get that vibe where they're just like they're there to be a dick. Yeah, and yeah. it's like all right, I can establish where I am standing at this concert, mm-hmm. at this club, at this bar. Um, but if you're just gonna keep like encroaching on me in a very like macho like get a load of how big my dick is kind of way like i can either you know play your game and eventually probably get into a fight or yeah. just like yeah hey, you know what? fuck it like this is not worth it you know well, yeah, no. I'm, I'm an adult man this is fine like you I'm, just got to be able to read it yeah, yeah. You, re- yeah. you have to read the person you have to read the room a little bit yeah like eight times out of ten that person is just trying to be that big guy yeah because they don't think you're gonna do anything yeah. As soon as you like stand your ground and be like, eh, no, they'll be like, all right, that that was more resistance than I was asking for, so I, I guess I'll leave. Yeah. It's a, yeah, and, and I'm I'm a little bit fortunate. Like I'm I'm tall. I'm like six foot three, and uh, I think the three people in this room <clears throat> are also pretty tall. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but you, but well, that, yeah, that's that's it too. Like I think we're all big dudes. Even, yeah. Like Tim. Tim's Tim. Husky. Tim Stocky. Like, yeah, yeah. Tim. He's, like Tim. Is a you know got that low center of gravity, but I've, like I have established Tim's country strength on this show. <laughs> yeah, like Tim's got like a broad shoulder. You know, he's got like a broad shoulder kind of look to him. Like you, you people don't want to fuck with you. Yeah. Like, now without now you're you're rocking the cue ball look. You're even more you're like oh he's a badass. Yeah. 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 You look you look like Bullseye from Daredevil, and uh, and now you're Aww. you're ready you're ready to you're, you're ready to, to, to screw with some people. I don't we're, look that dashingly handsome or have that hideous like tattoo on my forehead. No, you that's... don't miss. <laughs> that's that's you don't uh, miss. Colin, is it Colin, Colin Farrell? That it was, was Colin, Colin Farrell. Farrell. We're talking he's a handsome like, man. Holy shit. We're we're talking Daredevil TV really series. Uh, Bullseye. I wasn't. I didn't watch that. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. I, I have one with uh, what's her face? Uh, 
Was Carmen Electra in the movie? She was movie? in the movie, yeah. Okay, all right, all right. She I'm was Electra. She... No, that was Jennifer Electra Garner. Electra was, but it wasn't yeah, Carmen Garner. Electra. Carmen, well, Jennifer Garner was Electra. Yeah, Carmen yeah. Electra might have been in that movie. I don't remember. That's what I screws know. me up. It's like there, there's a, that that pocket of Marvel stuff that I just never mm-hmm. understood. Like that specific group. I'm like, eh, I don't know who yeah. all these people what are. What about you, Rich? Um, It's hard to say. It depends on the situation, but I tend to, like, somebody encroaches in purposefully i tend to take a step back to read the room and see why they're doing like if they come up to talk to me and i don't know them i'll take a step back but if they keep moving forward i'll be like yo like (laughs) yeah there's a reason we're now halfway off this deck like step back Mm -hmm. but like if they're like if they're doing it accidentally at a concert or whatever like i'll just be like you cool Mm. yeah yeah and that's it that's like I tend to be very like non-aggressive when it comes to situations like that. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I don't want to cause a fight. But like, if somebody's being a dick, I definitely will cause a fight. Yeah. Well, I'll be uh, passive aggressive enough to them to make them want to start to fight. That so that if anybody's getting thrown out, it's them for throwing a first punch and not me. Yeah. Richie's gonna throw hands. Straight up. Rich throwing hands. Yeah. Rich doesn't throw hands with people. He throws hands with vehicles. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's Rich's move is like standing up to like a like a Ford F one fifty. Stretching out. Hey, I mean, have we told that that story on the show? I believe yes. yes. Okay. All right. I'm just making sure. Um, if I, could, I want to make sure that that was officially in the Brose lore. Yeah, that's in the uh, yeah, it's, it's canon. It's the lore. Oh, when we were when we were leaving Coheed on a Saturday night, like, I was trying to like talk Sean out of getting out of the parking lot. I was like, you could go over there and then go forward, and he's like, yeah, but then I'd be the guy in the truck, and I'm like. <laughs> I don't oh, yeah. know. I, yeah. Richie tried to get me to cut around a line of cars, and I was like, oh, I was like, then I'm, but then I'm, I'm the guy the, in the I'm truck, the man. Yeah. And then, this is what we stand then, against. Then somebody like turned like around, like turned around something and disappeared and never came back. I'm like, Sean, go that way. <laughs> yeah. And it was completely clear. No one was there. There was no yeah, lines. So we didn't cut any lines, yeah, and no. we got out there. And then you saw quickly. the car that had drove off and it stopped to do drugs. Yeah. yeah. Like they, they were going off in the corner to stop to do drugs. Yeah. You guys yeah. want shrooms? Yes. Rich, what is the next question? Uh, the next question, let's go with this one, will be, once I can read it, millennials are killing the paper napkin industry. Has millennials... What else should we kill? First of all, I want to discuss the killing thing. This is called the way that the market works. Yeah. This is like the, the, this is the same reason that we killed like horse-drawn carriages, you know, however many decades ago. This industries is just, rise, industries fall, capitalism and yeah. progression. This Tube, is the way tube it goes. TVs. It's fun. tube TVs <laughs> killed by Gen Xers or yeah. Gen Y. Like it's just this is the way the economy works. If you want to say... Baby boomers it, killed the radio. Not, yeah, we, we, killed, we killed the radio star uh, <laughs> back in the, in the early to mid-80s. Um, like, it's just... This is the way it works. Like, I don't know. Like, as, specifically as it pertains to paper towels or paper napkins... I don't know. Like, Did we really? What is... What, is, what are we replacing is that a it thing? with? Like, um, I mean, paper I, towels? I generally don't buy napkins. <laughs> I'll just use paper towels. Um, yeah, I think it's napkins specifically. Like, yeah, but uh, okay. most might... people just buy a shit ton of paper towels. Yeah. Or, or they might have like just reusable napkins, use. like yeah. the fabric napkins or something like that. Oh, because of it's better for the environment? Yeah. Like that's where we're trying to go with like our registry is uh, get a bunch of fabric napkins and then use paper towels sparingly. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, paper towels are multi-use. Like 
I, I don't believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't believe anybody's come over to like our place when we've set out paper towels as napkins and gone, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> no, <I'm, laughs> this, this fucking like, guy. The thing, though, is like my grandparents used to use paper towels instead of napkins. Like, that's just. Yeah. They're, they're better. Like, honestly. If, if that's the reason, that's just how I grew up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they're, they're just, in my opinion, they're better. They're more absorbent. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And napkins just suck. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. I don't know, but what else? What else should, what should we, we kill? kill? What's next? What, what is the next thing us millennials should target? Nazis. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> Nazis <laughs> can be the one thing that like two separate generations have had to go and like kill from the, the marketplace of <laughs> yeah. ideas. We um, thought we they thought we they thought the greatest generation had done it, but yeah. nay, Not we so thought they were after dead. All. Yeah, they're, but back. they're back. <laughs> we let them back. Oh my god. Um, but that is the interesting thing socio- socially is that uh, the, the same people who went over and killed Nazis are, are you know, again, painting with a broad brush here, probably the more likely generation to go, actually, they got some points. Yeah. <laughs> like nowadays. <laughs> um, but um, as far as like we're thinking small scale, I guess like the plastic straw thing is probably next. I mean, we're already doing that a little bit. Um, is there anything else that's not already sort of on the precipice? Not being talked about right now. I mean, and, but it's already kind of being talked about, especially with plastic shows, like non-reusable plastic things in general. Just mm. like styrofoam yeah. containers. Star- yeah, I want to. I want them all to be made of that cardboard stuff, like the pulp. Okay. Because then you can, you know what I mean. Like there's like, like the styrofoam ones. Stuff? Yeah, and okay. then there's like the ones that are. It seems like they're made of like pulp. You can recycle them. Right. Yeah. And I would like that's what I think. Styrofoam containers. I can't. I, I was trying to think of a, something stupid, but I think that's for real. Like, because I the styrofoam always makes me feel bad, and I don't like the sound it makes when you touch it. <laughs> that's my biggest problem with styrofoam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that feel or sound is just yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is um a complete shot in the dark. Uh, not uh being a, a knowledgeable expert on like electronics necessarily or, or electrical engineering or anything like that. Um, but I feel like the typical, like the traditional, like three prong or two prong plugs are not long. Uh, they will be gone by the end of my lifetime. I think it's going to be entirely like USB power. Like it I seems like right. a lot of stuff is USB. Like I have a, uh, we have a, a desk lamp in here that I have plugged into like a, like a, four set usb charger port because it's it takes a usb power like yeah that, it's, it seems to be like it's a universal form of energy not just for chart like for for yeah. computers yeah. but for like like the thing is going to be like getting heavy machinery on something like that but i yeah. think that i think that is eventually going to come uh, well the uh the issue with that is like plugging a usb plug directly into the wall there's too much power output you're gonna have to have that limiter so there's gonna be a, too much need for the two prong slash like um uh power surge like the the big well, right sp- now there is I, it's gonna you're gonna it's need that gonna for your cell phone in way. the future like your your big square piece that you plug the your usb into to plug your phone into limits how much power actually goes through the wire mm-hmm. because if you plug your phone directly into the wall it's gonna explode right but where the, it, right right now but like as far as where the technology is progressing like I think if if we're progressing to a point where we're trying to use less energy anyway, I think we're going to come up with something where either that limiter is going like we're already going to be limiting the amount of power that comes out of those outlets, or like something else is going to come along that that allows us to use USB for everything. 
the it, Richie's kind of on the point of like talking about limiting, but it 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 has a lot to do with like wattage and amperage, mm-hmm. and what your specific device needs. So you can't just have one cable that works for everything. Everything would have to have its own special cable, which is more of a hassle. We but the amount of money that would have to go in it. What? We kind of already have that now well, with USB power. N- I mean, not necessarily. I could. I don't. I don't know what iPhone you have, but I could grab my Android charger for my iPhone and use it. Plug into your iPhone and charge it. As long as I have the right brick to give you the the correct amount of wattage, it won't mess your battery up. Are you talking about the cable itself? The cable itself to plug into your brick. The new iPhones, not your iPhone. I don't think. I have a Lightning cable for mine. Yeah. The, there, there's a lot to solve. And yes, could it be a thing that we can do? Yeah, probably, but I think the the financial investment in switching over a lot of infrastructure within homes, um, not just like like all the plugs, wiring would have to be different. The amount of power coming into the household would actually physically have to be different. Mm-hmm. Is not worth the actual benefit. Possibly. So, is it possible? Absolutely, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's really. But you're seeing beneficial like of, to any extent. But you're also seeing a lot of stuff come with like yeah. the USB ports on, like what it like on outlets. Like you'll see a lot of adapters or something that allows you to screw in like a wall, like a wall mount with USB power, and you can wire that to the rest of of the system. I've 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 seen that yeah. correct well. Yeah, yeah. I think it it would just be what would end up happening though is like you just have a bunch of proprietary cables mm-hmm. and people being annoying about it. Yeah, like but I think. I I think at the end of the day though it's it's not going to be any it wouldn't be any different like you would just buy a lamp yeah like with that would end up in a USB I don't know I yeah. think it's it could go either way but I think it would just be yeah I think it it it's the the initial investment is so high right now because you would have to replace all of your outlets mm-hmm. that it might be a little bit further off but I think yeah. I could see it happening so that that's my point is it would be an infrastructure change because yeah those outlets exist that have the USB things but the power coming out of those USB plugs versus the power coming out of the two prong and three prong are not the same thing sure they're specifically mm-hmm. designed differently okay. so maybe we're not gonna kill the three pronged electrical outlet. But we'll try. We're gonna God fucking, we're God. Gonna fucking try. I'm gonna you try. Know, Tim, I'm coming to your apartment. I'm gonna pry all of them out, and I'm gonna replace them with whisks. <laughs> all whisks. Okay. All whisks. Um, jam a whisk into the wall, and we're gonna. And I'm, I'm just gonna like you know solder wiring to the whisk. <laughs> As if my whisks aren't already in there. Come fair. on now. That's fair. Uh, what we should kill though is multiple kinds of screwdrivers, and just have one universal fucking screwdriver. No. <laughs> I don't need a plus or a minus or a hex key. I just want one fucking screwdriver. Rich, we, we don't. It's, this, no, is hot take. this is not your turn for the hot take. <laughs> t- t- You're t- also Tim, the wrong, one with engineering but... background here, is not pleased with this uh, with this suggestion. Why, All why, of my why maintenance experience idea? tells you you're wrong. Why, why, why are there different idea? kinds of screwdrivers, Tim? Why? <laughs> So one different kinds because of obviously the size, the whatever you're holding together, um, the amount of force that's ex- uh, exerted on the head. Mm-hmm. Like if you need a low profile head, but you're not holding a lot of strength on it, it doesn't really matter what head it is. But if you have a low profile head and you have a f- and you are holding something that has a lot of tension on it, if you have a Phillips head. Odds are you're probably going to strip the fuck out of that. But if you have a slotted head, it is a lot more sturdy and it works. So That makes sense. 
So, yeah, you could say for certain applications, just have all slotted heads. But, like, hex heads are also drastically different. So you're going to still need Allen keys. And it, it, it literally depends on the application. Dude, really small applications, having a flat head is just not... It doesn't make a, a lot of sense. But why can't we just use all the same most strong sturdy one that like just all hex keys or all hexagonal like yeah tim once we get rid of all the three-pronged outlets can we then make everything on an allen wrench because so if we went all hex keys one we would have to include a lot more tolerances because those heads have to physically be bigger or the hex key head would just literally rip itself off the rest of the bolt and then no longer be holding anything together so it, it literally has to do with each and every application like there's there's thick hex heads, there's low profile hex heads, but they're wider because there still needs to be more meat there. It's just too much over engineering. So yeah, could it be simplified? Yes, but not to the extent of we have one tool. That's okay. just gonna not happen. Especially since America is just like, fuck you, metric system. We're gonna use our half inch shit, which doesn't make any sense. It All doesn't. If everything could be metric, oh, that's what I want. Life would be so that's, much. I changed easier. my answer. I want to kill the uh, the old English, English measurement. measurement. <laughs> yeah. I'm, on I'm in on that. Yeah, fuck that, man. Right. I it doesn't make right. any goddamn sense. What is it? One thousand seven hundred sixty yards in a mile. Two thousand five hundred eighty or something. Five thousand two hundred eighty. Five thousand two hundred eighty feet in a mile. Wait. What did I say? Hold on. Five thousand two hundred eighty feet in a mile, and then yards is like one thousand seven hundred eighty or something like that. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't even here's know the this. thing: we don't yeah. know yeah. why. <laughs> why does it have to be? I am not smarter than a fifth amount? grader. It's so yeah. dumb. Like, why can't it just be to go a thousand meter? Like, yeah, like, I I think it's just I I don't know. It, it I don't understand why we haven't changed it. Literally, everyone else uses it. It makes so much more sense. Just I don't Dude, know. Get over here. There's only like right. two things where the American system works or is simpler and it's like horsepower ratio to something else. And a football it's the, field. it's the only yeah. fucking thing that is simpler. Everything else metric mm-hmm. every fucking time. Uh, is there anything other than uh, the return of, of uh, Nazism in the United States <laughs> uh, that you would decide that you would want to, uh, that you want millennials to kill off? Other Nazis, more Nazis, okay. more Nazis, uh, and and also honestly, the just the, our American uh, measurement system. The fact that the rest of the fucking world runs on the metric standard, which has literal like even the kilogram has just finally been replaced and is no longer a physical constant based off of a little piece of something somewhere. Every oh yeah, it, I remember all that. of these units are based in nature's laws mm-hmm. so like t- one second is something about like how long it takes a specific atom of something of something to like degrade or something like that a kilogram is the weight of this many uh, molecules of a specific i don't remember what that it is but all of it is a natural law whereas we're just like i like feet <laughs> yeah you know, if we're getting rid of the uh, old English standard measurement, why don't we just also get rid of driving on the left side of the road, guys? Come on now. I, I'm, you know what? I'm willing to make that change if I don't have to remember how many yards are in a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, so wait, wait. So you want 
you want to drive on the left side of the road or you're willing to make Ireland and, and the UK not drive on Oh, the actually, side. yeah. They should just drive on our side. Yeah. That's the opposite situation where yes. I think it's a very a very small minority of countries who drive on the opposite side of the road. Yeah. So they are the America here. Yes. I thought it was <laughs> just driving. It's like Europe. a 50-50 split globally. I don't... Is it really? No. I thought, well, I thought wait, it was a majority. Where, where else? So... Most of Africa is on is left side. Yeah, a lot most, of most of Africa got colonized left by side. Britain. Yeah, <laughs> on the left side of the road. Um, that would also help with car manufacturing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because so, yeah. when we were in South Africa, um, yeah. they let the family we were with let one of the seniors drive, and he started driving on the wrong side of the road, and we almost died. Oh, no, no. <laughs> so most countries which were British colonies, to Sean's point, still drive on the left-hand side of the road, including huge land masses such as India, Australia, and Southern Africa, as well as the Caribbean. Um, Europe generally drives on the right-hand side of the... Uh, right side oh. part of the apart from the United Kingdom, Ireland, uh, Malta, and Cyprus. So, oh, so Virginia has touched uh, the UK... Uh, which, uh, again, granted, historically it was a lot, uh, is is driving on the wrong side of the road, uh, which I will begin to to describe it as the the incorrect side of the yes, road. Yes, I think that's that's valid. <laughs> so we've got uh, get rid of the metric system. Uh, we've got get rid of uh, left hand side of the road driving. We got rid of Nazis, and then my very unreasonable request, and which is slightly less uh, re- slightly less unreasonable, but still un- apparently unreasonable request to get rid of all the massively. <laughs> All right, good. We're all on the right track here. We did it. <laughs> here we are. And uh, screwdrivers. Oh yeah, yeah. The next, yeah, the next, <laughs> the screwdrivers were all right. So what's the next question? I mean, we can get rid of security screwdrivers. Fuck those. Security screwdrivers. Oh yeah, they're like on video games and stuff. It's it's like a torque screw that looks kind of like an asterisk, but then it's got like oh, a bump yeah. in the middle oh, and you have to get a special things. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's always yeah, those it's like, are just it's like Nintendo being assholes. Screwdriver yeah. or something like that. All right. What's the next question? So. Next question is, how much money would you have to win in the lottery to quit your job? Any amount of money. Five dollars. Five dollars. Deuces. Five dollars. I'm out of here. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, A mill. No. Nah. You would no. continue to work? Or you just quit your job for, once you played one lottery ticket, you would just quit your job? If 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 I got... If I won one million dollars, oh, I heard I, I heard quit. you say nil. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, no one amount mil. of money. But no I, amount of money. I I literally will I'll quit my job. Quit. Every day going, we dig, dig, dig all the work day through. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. Did you win the lottery? Nope. <laughs> no. Lost again. I'm just fucking sick of your shit. All right. So you'd win one million dollars, and then that would yeah. be it. Hmm. You could feasibly get away with that if you like invested it the right way. Yeah, exactly. It would be purely based on investments. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You could. Yeah. Like you have five hundred thousand for yourself, and then five hundred thousand invested, you could easily make a ton of money. Now, again, the the the, I have to be the fun police here, where it's like, what? Remember the taxes, because they they're gonna take like forty percent of it. So let's say if you want a million, you're, would it be winning? So you're you're taking home. Home. So take home post right. taxes. Okay, one mil after taxes. Yeah, would that be makes sense. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Now I'm following. So as long as you one million cash in your pocket, uh, would yeah. be enough. Okay. I would whatever amount I would need to pay off all of my le- all of my debt, and then get a. Nice, comfortable fifty thousand dollars a year from interest. However much I would need is how much I would. Okay. I would have to get to quit my job. 
50,000 year That's a pretty high amount, but something that could easily be attainable through the lottery. Yeah. Um, so I think that's probably close to a mil, if may, maybe less. But I'd say a mil is a, a, a nice number. But I don't think you can get 50,000 out of a million, at least as far as like interest and dividends and stuff like that. But you could make that like a reasonable net. Like you could take that amount of money invest it and then just draw from that for the rest of your life and probably yeah. wind up probably wind up breaking even from this point onward yeah you and might be able to make that happen that would be my ideal goals just being able to yet yeah, break even and make enough money you to might survive. you might even like become like an uber driver at some point like just like toss a couple extra bucks there mm-hmm. but yeah. you know i'm just gonna go work at GameStop part-time there you go. Yeah, give me that, my give me my games. That That's won't all I want. You, that switch his careers to just be an upseller for the rest of his career. <laughs> you go work at you GameStop. You owe that money. Yeah. It's either gonna be GameStop, something with whiskey, or just like open a distillery. I, there you go. No, but that's work. I don't. I don't want to work. No, you own I just it. Want to... Yeah, they, you know, they yeah. just show up and just be like, "How's everybody doing?" Everybody has to be nice to you. Yeah. And yeah, when it burns down, it's all my fault. Like, okay. Be like, be like Ron Swanson and just own a portion. Tim of was Lagavulin. smoking a cigar in the distillery. It's all his fault. Yeah. Fuck this. Is there something you would do on a daily basis? Like, what would you do on a daily basis if you won the lottery? And let's say it was an amount of money that got you. That would be like, all right, I am now at a comfortable point where I can sustain myself for the rest of my life, even if I sat on my ass and did nothing every day. What would you do? I don't know. I think I would get a job still, <laughs> like a part-time job doing something I liked. Because I I was thinking about it. I was like, I was trying to do the math. I was like, maybe like $50 million where I would have like, mm-hmm. I could pay off everything and still have like a million dollars a year for the rest of my life. And I could invest most of that and I would do pretty well. But like, mm-hmm. uh. I I would I I can't imagine not having anything to do. Yeah. I feel like I'd just be so bored. Like I need to get out of the house, and I think a job would be a good way to do that. Mm-hmm. And but I would it would have to be like a part time job. That's why I think I would open something. Like I'd open a distillery or a, uh, I'd open a vineyard. I would Ooh. open a vineyard. Would it be called Brose? It would be called Brose. Damn right. And Probably I comes would. Full circle. I would definitely we open a vineyard <laughs> called Brose. And well, at least have a wine called Brose because, like, I think having something, I need something to do every right. day, and that would be that's something where it's like, and if I own it, I can kind of take it easy. If I just don't feel like doing something on a day, if I have hired management that can handle it, mm-hmm. I can just be like, all right, deuces. I'm just not going to work today. Yeah. I don't want to. So, so Rich, um, if you if you won a hundred million dollars in the lottery. Um, assuming like an average, like rate, like six percent rate of return, you'd be banking. If if you just wanted to break even, if you just want to take the sixty thousand out every year and not reinvest it, you'd make about sixty grand a year. Okay. So I think you could feasibly say, all right, if I want a hundred million, just set it aside, you know, get the dividends or the interest or whatever, and immediately just take it out as soon as I get it. Like you'd yeah. be able to keep hundred million dollars in there and just keep making sixty grand. You have to pay taxes on that too, though. Yeah, because it's yeah. capital gains. But yeah. it would be essentially like having like a $60,000 a year job at like a slightly yeah. different interest rate or a slightly different tax rate. Yeah, um, that'd be dope. But yeah, I, to the strong point though, I think you do need to have like a purpose because if you just woke up every day and going like, whew, I'm <laughs> yeah. going to play PlayStation again. Yeah, Here we go. I think like, I would I would fall into a Here deep... go killing again. Yeah, yeah. I think oh, I... Oh boy. I, <laughs> yeah. I'm like a fucking assassin. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think I would fall into a deep 
dark depression yeah, that it, I would never come out yeah. of. That is the no. ultimate, like, you, like, like being unhappy with wealth is just like, what do I do? Like, I have no purpose. Like, yeah. I've made the amount of money. Like, yeah, that's why people who make so much money keep making money. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 Aside from just being like, dude, like, it's sort of being like Mark Cuban where you're just like, dude, being rich is great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, boy, I don't know what I'd do with, with the money. I, I try to... Depending on the amount of money I won, I'd try to like get involved with an investment group and try to buy like a, a stake in a sports team. Yeah, but what's your number? Sweet. That was the original question. There, what's my number? Hmm. Hundred million's probably good. Yeah. Um a bit like a low bolt this guy's. Yeah, well <laughs> I, I mean Well, I think I don't know. I look, think you I mean, it you depends could, on what I'm also you used to do. living on yeah. much less than sixty thousand, so it's just like yeah. I wouldn't change my life that much. Right, yeah. like yeah, so sixty would be like, all right, this is I could do stuff with this and like still dip into the money every so often. Um it, but the other thing is like whatever amount of money I want, I would do like Rich said, like, you know, pay off some loans, maybe like pay off like yeah. my big, if, like I think you know, help help my mom out or help my brother out or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's why I, I went mean, with fifty five, because I feel like five million dollars I can mm-hmm. pay off all my debt, pay yeah. off all of probably my family's dead and then like remake my house to where I needed to be full out own my house. Yeah. And then still have about a million dollars for the yeah. rest of my natural life. Yeah. Assuming I live for about 50 years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to take this opportunity to pontificate a little bit and say that I have like moral oppositions to the lottery as an institution in general. Um, I think it's bad for society and I think that it is a way to manipulate money. So I am not a fan of it in general, but with that said, if you're cool, if you like having scratch offs and giving people, you know, the pencil, like doing the, this holiday season and getting the holiday tickets, you know, like the, like Gus, the groundhog at the Pennsylvania lottery, uh, commercials at Christmas. Fine. Keep no, on scratching. Keep on scratching. Uh, I, I'm just not a fan of it in general. So that's, that's all. I'll, I'll take this opportunity to, to throw a wet blanket on that entire fun <laughs> conversation that we just had. All right. Soapbox. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, sorry. I, 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 again, took another take out of this, uh, out of this, out of this show. No, so, but I'm, I'm on board with it too. I've watched people spend so much money and win nothing. Yeah. It's yeah. like I, you it, could have used that money. It's state sponsored gambling. And yes. it's an also, it's also a way to fudge numbers where it's like, Oh yeah, yeah. The, like the Pennsylvania lottery is is designed to. Oh, we we support older Pennsylvanians, or like in in Louisiana, it's supposed to to go, or North Carolina and Louisiana, they both are supposed to go towards uh, schooling. But what it just allows is like, well, we had you know fifty million dollars earmarked for state schools this year, but now that we know we're getting seventy five from the lottery, we're just going to take that fifty million from schools and put it towards. Huh, uh, because yeah. we know we've got fifty thousand. Yeah, it's mad fucked. I hate yeah. it. It's, uh, it's not a good it's system, but but I mean, I wouldn't mind having fifty million dollars. I also would not mind having fifty million dollars. Yeah. So I'll I'll uh, post a link to my Venmo when this episode. <laughs> yeah, comes. exactly. You just want to send me money? Please uh, do. It's fine with me. I'm I'm fine with winning the, the, the Brose Patreon. Ooh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. The Brose Patreon is we, really our lottery ticket. We got to get that started soon. I think. <laughs> so listeners, what are we offer. What would you? How much would you need to make? How much do you want to give us? <laughs> that much, too yeah but how much would you need to make to quit your job quit your job yes. uh what is the next question right the next one you know i'm gonna go with this big boy right here oh boy why did i choose this one damn so, it troutman uh this is from no this is from charlie actually oh, oh charlie. shit yes I was, um, I was waiting for charlie's questions here we go so traditionally everything we know about griffins 
or yeah, G-R-Y-P-H-O and S. Griffins, yes. <laughs> uh, just needed to make sure. Okay. Comes from fossil remains found in caves in Persia. Usually, a griffin has the body, tail, and rear legs of a lion and the head, wings, and forelimbs of an eagle. Question. What is the best mammal-slash-bird combo to use for Griffin 2.0? In, in parentheses. Also, I wasn't bullshitting the first part. It, it, I wasn't bullshitting the first part. Ancient people in Persia invented griffins to explain uh, it's some dinosaur fossil that starts with a P. Uh, uh, being a lion-sized beak dinosaur. Hmm. Wait, wait. Hold it, hold it up to the camera. Proter... Is, is, that's Proteropteryx? Not yeah, yeah. Proteropteryx? Protos- Protoceratops. There you go. Yes. The more you know. Yes. Knowing is half the battle. Yes. Um, all right. I was like, is is there so, like an Archaeopteryx, so but it's a proto griffin? one? What would be your new griffin? So, new griffin. Protoceratops is a weird looking thing, by the way. Sounds like a uh, Power Ranger. Mm. I mean, it is Charlie. <laughs> yeah. That's why, I mean, that's probably why I thought of it. I was like, ah, Power Rangers. Uh, anyway, so what would be your new griffin? What two mammals would you Oh, combine? this is a hard one. No, it's a mammal and a bird. Mammal and a bird. Mammal and a bird, sorry. Mammal okay. specifically. Hmm. It would be me, specifically, with an eagle. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Fucking, like fucking fly like an eagle. It would be like a fucking... Fly like an eagle. <laughs> into the future. It, it would be a chasm. Chasm. <laughs> yeah. Done. Um... <laughs> flying around like an eagle that i would quit my job <laughs> no no amount of money like zero dollars but i've won the lottery of life if i if i became one with an eagle yes i'm gonna go fox and peregrine falcon Ooh. okay that's cool it'd be fucking fast and just like super sleek mm-hmm. and terrifying it wouldn't be big but just because of how fucking quick it is and it's going to rip your throat out, fucking terrifying. Okay. That sounds awful. <laughs> and I would That's pick the point. a puppy Aww. and an albatross. <laughs> what the fuck? So it's, it's, with it's giant like... wingspan, but a puppy just coming at you for the biggest of hugs. <laughs> oh, my God. But I what kind of puppy? a puppy that was like shooting three under par. <laughs> well, like a Newfoundland puppy? A newfie puppy. Lonely. Yes. So, wow. Okay. I want some sort of domesticated dog. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I some I don't really care what kind of bird it is. I just want there to be flying puppies. <laughs> there you <go>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want anything that can kill me from above. I'm already, as we have discussed. St. Bernard and an albatross. <laughs> I'm, already, I'm already afraid of birds. I don't need them to also have claws, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! A chihuahua on a parakeet. Oh my god! Oh man, that would be the most man. annoying thing in the world. But it wouldn't be threatening by any means. I don't know. I've been my so one time my mom brought my pet chihuahua to one of Jake's football games because that's just something that happened, mm-hmm. and she did not recognize me. And I went the dog. No, my mom recognized me. <laughs> the dog didn't recognize me. I went to pet her, and she bit me, and took off. A lot of the skin from my Oof. index finger. Uh, she bit me too maim. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I was, and then blood. she recognized me and was like, and I was like, you absolute bitch. <laughs> I was expecting that story to go that uh, your mom didn't recognize you and she said the attack word to the dog. <laughs> wow. yeah. Chihuahua, first blood. Yes. And now I am a ghost who has been murdered, <laughs> seeking murdered vengeance a on a chihuahua. <laughs> 
I don't I don't know what would be an awesome combination for Griffin 2.0. Um I would probably, you know what? Just because bear I was going to say panda. <laughs> I was originally going to go red panda. I what? started with red panda too. <laughs> but I just want to go bear and like the biggest wingspan of a bird that you can find. I would this would if it got combined with a bear would the wings eventually be proportional or are we saying like a bear with a pigeon wings that don't actually <laughs> I would say would the scale of the body. Yeah. My, my second choice would be like a blue whale and a hummingbird because I'm a fan of cruel irony <laughs> <laughs> no it, it, would, it would scale up to the body okay. of the male because obviously an eagle is not that fucking big in comparison to a lion so then yeah it would be you know what a black bear okay. get specific here black bear with like a crow's wings because it's just that's scary as hell to think and that'd just be awesome to see. The albatross is the largest living bird wingspan. Yeah. Well that's I was thinking that it wouldn't scale up, so I was trying to be like, what bird has big enough wings that I think could reasonably carry a dog? Yeah. So I can I also don't know that much about birds. I choose not to research them. <laughs> yeah, it could also not necessarily be the wing because like you for could have personal like, reasons. <laughs> you could also have it be like crossed with an ostrich if you just wanted to get a man with like hilarious legs. <laughs> a cheetah and an ostrich. Oh, Jesus! So it's so now does it have like four you, you ostrich like legs? <laughs> it has four ostrich ostrich legs with like the weird furry ostrich wings. Is a giraffe a mammal? Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh boy. <laughs> a giraffe. With a really long tongue. You seemed really upset that you weren't sure, and Ooh. I was like, "It's okay. I had to think about it." Yeah, I, I, I didn't know. I was like, "It's giraffe." This is the dumbest question I've ever heard. Oh, Just imagine a up. flying giraffe. Hey, we could be talking flying. about being the governor of a state and getting superpowers. Mm-hmm. You mean we're talking what, about the worst? What question. state are we all <laughs> the governor? <laughs> that was the best question we got. Um. All right. Are we good on mammals and? Yeah, we should. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we should pose listeners. This to the, yeah, I love ja, to hear more. Ja, I really want those other questions out of you. Like, keep them coming. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a little worried. And I feel like one. this question, there has to. Charlie had to have had something in mind. Yes. And I want to know what that something this was. This seems like the kind of question Charlie's so, thought a lot about. So, Charlie, specifically, you better comment on this yeah. when we ask it. Yeah. What is the next question, Rich? The next question is: How do your childhood expectations of adulthood? Defer from your current expectation experience. Wildly odd. <laughs> so when I thought I was going to be an adult, I thought I was going to know everything and be on a good path. I don't know what's going on now. <laughs> I honestly, I think being an adult in reality is so much better than when I was in your kid. perception. Yeah, really, I really do. I think because I think the things that I valued as a child are so different. Like I'm like. I can play video games all the time and whenever I want. And like, it's like, I can like, I mean, I'd be like yeah. screwing over a lot of people, but I could do those things. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, power. yeah. Yeah. And I think just knowing that I could do that, but not doing it is like a really satisfying thing. Okay. But like, sometimes you give into those things and you're like, I'm going to eat cereal for dinner just cause, just cause Uh-oh, I don't I really, uh, could have lost him, but we'll um we'll, we're gonna continue to vamp because we're professionals here. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I could uh, I can eat cereal for dinner just because I didn't feel like making anything, and yeah. that there's no real skin off my teeth. That's no, not, that's not a, that's not a saying. I don't think. Uh, no, no, no I'm skin off my that. back or something like that. Um, so I think with mine, I, I I think that's partly why it's underwhelming for me because the things that I thought I was going to enjoy a ton when I was a kid, like 
oh my god, uh, I could play video games all day, or I could eat cereal for dinner, or just eat, like, sugar smacks all the time, or whatever. Like, that's the kind of stuff that, like, when you're an adult, you're like, man, I fucked up. Like, yeah. Like, if I if I spent, like, a whole afternoon playing video games, like, in the moment, I'd be pumped, and then, like, two hours later, I'd be like, shh, I didn't get anything done today. Yeah, and that really bums you out. Yeah, because of the values of it. So, like, adulthood is good, but it's certainly not, like, the free, like, the free-for-all... Oh like hey, do whatever you want, kind of oh, thing hey. that um, that I thought it was going to be. So, uh, Rich, what do you what What about you? Are your expectations fulfilled as an adult? Um, I don't know. Like when I used to think what an adult was, um, and what an actual adult is, like, uh, yeah, like it's about the same. Like I was like, oh yeah, I get to do whatever I want, and I get to eat what I want, and blah blah blah, and I'm just like. You know, I, it is all about the same. It's hard. It, it's, I don't know. It's hard to say because it's hard for me to remember that far back, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I don't like, really remember what I wanted from adulthood when I was a little kid. Yeah. It seems like, yeah, but I, I'm going to stick with it. I, I think it's way better. I think being an adult is way better. Also, like, being drunk is dope. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, there's yeah. so many things. Dude, drinking, do you like? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah. That is the thing. Like the the, the Brose podcast. Uh, for for as much as I said, oh man, being adult is underwhelming. Like we're th- four dudes hanging out on Monday night, and it's just like, yeah, you know what? We're gonna have a couple of beverages, drink some wine, and then we're gonna go to work and you have the, <laughs> and get paid for the job that we use to pay for the beverages that we're consuming right yeah. now. Yeah. So that's a nice power move. It yeah. is nice. What about you, Tim? Uh, it's gonna be a real downer. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, so no, uh, being an adult has not met, uh, lived up to my expectations. Uh, <laughs> I was hoping I was gonna be like not awkward and not like in my brain all the time. And if anything, it's just like, oh, good. I have a better understanding of life. So if anything, it makes my mindset worse. Mm-hmm. Like and you, now I have a finality. Huh? It's like the thing like where it's like if you were the man who knew everything, you couldn't like you couldn't be happy because you know everything and you're aware of like all the worst and best of life. Like kind of, but it's is it's just like I I was always awkward, I was always concerned what about what everyone thought of me. And even though now I kind of have I kind of have the mindset of like strangers, I really don't give a fuck what you think. You mean nothing to me. But even though, and I think I've touched on this before, Matt, I've known you since I was like yeah. 12, mm-hmm. no, 8, 10, 10? something like that. I was like, like 10 that. years old, yeah. Too, yeah, too long. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> too long. Fuck this guy. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. All right, not too long. A very long time. Sure. And I would consider you my closest friend. But somewhere in the back of my head, it's always just like, what if Matt's just friends with me because he feels bad? I'm I'm just friends with you because you're eye candy. <laughs> oh, thanks, bud. Stop it, man. Come on. So so I, I guess that's kind of where I'm at is that when when I was young, I hoped I would get over a lot of that mindset. And if anything, as an adult, it's just now there's kind of a finality of no, this is this is me. Mm. Yeah. And I better that. is in shades and not just it gone. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I mean like, there's definitely some some like. If you've got insecurities, you've got them, and like it, it sort of does suck when you get to adulthood and you think, well, these are just things that I thought or things that happened because you know I'm 
15. Like, surely, you know, people who are 30, 40, 50 years old don't have these kind of thoughts. And some of them don't. But but I think a lot of people, if you've got that sort of, like, that mental tick or if you're in your own head about X, Y, or Z issue, you know, you're, you're, you might still have that when, when you're an adult. And it does kind of suck to realize, like, man, I thought I'd be over this shit by now. Yeah. Like, it, it, you know, you, you continue to work on that kind of stuff, but it does kind of suck to think. Yeah. I'm still dealing with this. I definitely thought I'd have myself stuff more together. Or I'd yes. know more things, but I always I do. Mm-hmm. I think having the kind of freedom that I was talking about is so nice that it kind of outweighs for me at least the the idea that I don't ever know what I'm doing ever, and I'm really just winging it a hundred percent of the time. Yeah, like and but I think that's I don't know. I think I came to terms with that at some point, and I was just like, you know what, I because I I. I I think I've generalized my experience, and I'm like nobody knows what the fuck is going on ever. So yes, it's just like there's, that, there's a a kind of community in that. That is a huge part of it is realizing like the the re- realizing that you are not alone in not knowing what the hell you're doing is is a nice thing because it's like you're 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 you, when when you're a kid you look at your your parents or, or adult figures and realize like they must have had there must have been like a licensing class where you are an adult now and mm-hmm. therefore like. This is the way you handle things. This is the way you think about things. You know, you are the final moral arbiter. And when you get to that point in your life where you are the quote unquote adult, you realize like, man, they were just fucking winging it too. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just, they had know. no idea what was going on no. either. Yeah. It's yeah. hard, man. Um, so kind of my sum up is that, uh, one, it's okay mm-hmm. to not feel like you've got it all together. Yeah. Uh, for anyone struggling with mental health or emotional health or any of those issues, it gets better. It does get better. It, it does. It may not. It may not always be better, mm-hmm. and you may come back to it. But it gets better. Have friends. Reach out. Yeah. People love you. And everybody's I got guarantee. Their, and everybody's got their cross to bear. It's 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 like that old saying where it's like be be kind to everybody because you don't know you know everybody you meet is fighting some kind of battle, and yeah. you know yeah. you're everybody's got something that they're seeing whether it's visible or not. Um, uh, on a, on a different note, uh, the other reason why being an adult was underwhelming for me is I thought it'd be a lot easier to make the NBA and <laughs> it, uh, it is very hard. Yes. Uh, they, as they, it turns out, they, they frowned upon my general like lack of athleticism. I was like, but I'm six, three. It's like, great. So can you dribble? And it's like, not as well as you can. <laughs> Uh, I mean, so I can, that part of it I can bounce it in front of me, just not between my legs. Yeah. I was, I was, I was that, that's the other problem is that like being, like as a as somebody who's six foot three, that was like a something I could wield upon people a lot more as like a younger person because I I didn't haven't grown a whole ton in the last fifteen years. Um, so when you're like in high school playing basketball, you're like I'm six three, I'm just gonna muscle you. And then by your senior year, everybody's six three, and if you can't do anything else, or if you're not as you know, it, it doesn't work you're out. You're done. Long story short, I'm playing like rec league basketball. Like that's that's where it is. So. Yeah. But it's also, as an adult, you have the freedom to play rec league basketball. <laughs> so there you go. Um, what, do we have any more? Do we have any more questions, Rich? Uh, we've got two more. Two more. Okay, let's 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 uh, blitz through these. This one's pretty quick because uh, the answer is no. Um, socks with sandals. Is it ever okay? Fucking no. Yes, it is. Get out of here. Uh, Get go out home, Shuby. Oh no. <laughs> Jesus. Go Christ. home, Shuby. All right, let's go. I, I, I want to hear Sean's wrong it, opinion. It is because it's hot takes. Hot takes. Because who cares? Here's my thing. I I would never wear it, right? But like, if you want to wear socks with sandals, go the fuck <laughs> ahead. It's, they're comfortable if you're wearing like Birkenstocks and sandals. Listen, 
sometimes you want to, for some reason, not wear a full shoe, but also your feet might be cold, I guess. And, like, that's fine. <laughs> Live your life. Here's what I'm saying. I'm not advocating for it, but I'm saying, listen, it's fine. There are way worse things. <laughs> so the fact that, hold on. So the fact that you were like rolling your eyes and trying to conjure up a scenario where this might be okay is the answer to my question. <laughs> okay. But there's no, there is no reason. Why, like, like if you're wearing sandals, the point is you're either at, at the beach or you're in an outdoor environment where you're trying to get like air circulating in your toes or it's warm or something like that. But by wearing the sock, you've offset that entirely. Um, so the only other option left is that it's a stylistic choice, which is, listen, <laughs> as in our, which our case G- you're like 50 plus already right, anyway, already, who yeah, cares you're already, what you're wearing? Yeah, exactly. Your, your style is already a little bit dated at this point. I think all of our answers to this can be, we, we can respond with the general understanding that, let, yes, like, listen, let your freak flag fly, do what you want, whatever <laughs> you want. We, you have the freedom and liberty in this country, the United States of America, to be wrong. It's actually, and I was just Googling this, it's like the 16th Amendment, which is that you are free to wear socks and sandals, but everybody else is also free to make fun of you if you do. For sure. I, I just, it's I, what the founding fathers was, would have wanted. I'm going to die on this founding. hill that I think you should be, that I think it's fine, but I don't, under, I don't know why you would. <laughs> yeah, it, ex- exactly. Like, you absolutely can, but it's just like, I mean... I'm going to see Wh- if there's why? any, the internet has anything. It's the same reason why you, you're allowed to wear a t-shirt under a basketball jersey, but... Don't. Why? why? Yeah, you're, you're already not, wearing the basketball jersey. The, the only reason I can think of is if you're just that massively ashamed of your feet. But the thing is, if you're wearing like sandals or flip-flops, unless you're waving your feet in people's face, mm. they don't notice. What they do notice is you're fucking wearing socks with sandals. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Yeah, they'll see that immediately. Like everybody's got weird feet. Like, it, but that, and and if you want something that's more of an outdoorsy footwear, there are options for you that don't involve like socks and sandals. Get some like, Crocs. Get Crocs. Fine. Oh no, like, those are like, worse. That is bullshit. Worse. I will absolutely take Crocs over sandals, though. Or sandals with socks. Like I, I wear sandals with socks once a year, and that is at the party that we throw. To the be to be the most ridiculous jorts. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and that is maybe possibly kind of the only time it's okay, but it's still not okay. Richie, I'm setting your socks on fire. No. Please don't, because I'll be wearing them. According yeah, to true. GQ, as of take October fourth, twenty fourth, twenty eighteen, wearing socks with sandals is cool now. So you this is oh, horseshit. Yeah, you know, Fuck you, GQ. GQ, the fucking razor's edge of what's <laughs> what's hot amongst forty year olds who want to dress like twenty year olds. <laughs> you told me how to fold yeah. my suit jacket so it wouldn't get wrinkled in my suitcase, and it didn't fucking work, GQ. Yeah, if it weren't for Drew McGarry, your magazine would be bullshit anyway. <laughs> All right, uh, what is the last question? All right, the last one. Is it ever a good idea to get involved with an MLM? Multi-level marketing. No. 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 Get involved? It's, no, I don't think it's so. To no. start it, one, maybe. It, well, if yeah. you own I mean, it. It's, <laughs> yeah, if it's you were te- the, it's the last level. It's mm. basically a legal, uh, legal pyramid scheme, and it's the worst thing ever. I had an interview at a place like that once, mm-hmm. and I didn't oh, me go. Too. Like yeah. I refused to so. go. Like they told me I had to wear a full suit, and I was like, "It's fucking October, or no, it's fucking August. I'm not wearing a full suit." Yeah. Like no, and- it, it's I'm. I think I. I don't think working for commission is bad, but I think I. I don't know. It's it is preposterous. Well, like, so, 
their business practices are terrible and even like their recruiting practices are the worst like i was applying for like an hr position and they're like oh well you become your own hr representative after you build up your own team when you sell enough to be able to build up your own team i'm like no no this is terrible yeah it seems like they're just trying to take advantage of people who are in kind of a bad way yeah and or you're in college and you don't know any better like that's why like i i was uh, invited to apply to like vector like to sell cutco knives yeah and it was it was the same thing it was like everybody that was there was like a college kid like ready cutco to knives like, are great they're, they're they're quality knives and if it they didn't if their sales model didn't rely on like me guilting my friends and family into buying like 70 dollars set of knives uh, I feel better about them. Like they're the quality. Like I know people who have vector knives independent of this whole thing, and they're they're good. Like they're good knives. It's just you know they just fucking sell them on Amazon like everybody yeah. else does. That's how I feel that when people come to my door and try to sell me like window treatments or like mm-hmm. we can get a new roof through us. It's like I don't. I'm not about that. Mm-hmm. Don't. I was. I was get I a was, website. Yeah. I was covering the uh, front door at work on Friday. I had somebody come in and be like. How often do you uh, use FedEx? How many FedExes do you send out? Because we're running this package parcel delivery company. I'm like, no, we're not interested. And then somebody like 10 minutes later called, hi, can I speak to the head of your IT department? We're from so-and-so. I'm like, not interested. Well, can I just get their number? They're not in. Well, when will they be? I don't know. Just stop. I've got, please, whenever you quit your job. I get so many calls because the head of IT used to be named Sean O'Brien. So they just call BNY and ask Ooh. for Sean O'Brien, and I get I oh, like man. maybe every other week I get a call like, "Hey, are you the head of IT?" And I'm like, "Nope," and then I hang up on them because <laughs> yeah. I know because it's always somebody just trying to sell yeah, yeah. their IT services. But so no, I don't think any of us think it's ever a good idea to get into multi-level marketing. No, because no. Uh, it just seems so. Sh- it, there is no way it can't for it not to be shady. Yeah. It preys, so the, yeah, preys upon the people in your in your inner circle, and I think it wears those relationships. Yeah, uh, yeah, yes. I know a lot of people who have been, who have been, and still are, and continue because it's just something they believe in, uh, participate in various MLMs, and for the most part, at best, they break even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At worst, they buy into their own stuff because it's like, oh well, I do Mary Kay or something else. Yeah. So that well, I get discounts on all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, and you buy a ton of shit you don't fucking use. Amway ended a French, like my my father and a college buddy of his like ended a friendship over the buddies like in Amway. And, like, on Amway. To, yeah, it was like, it came over and tried to sell Amway. And like my mom was sick and he was still like, well, it's still important for Donna to be down here and everything like that. Like you got to see this. And he's trying to sell Amway shit to her. Yeah. It's, it's funny because the only person I know who's ever like made a decent amount of money on this was from Amway. <laughs> there you go. And well, Amway and does have, like, just... they have like an arena. Like I think the Orlando Magic's arena is the Amway Center or something like that. Like they're yeah. as far as those type of organizations go, they're pretty big. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, think I, I almost got scammed into one because uh, I thought it was a hookup opportunity, and I was wrong. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> One of the faculty Tim, from CFL. Tim, I just uh, said CFL. that I was waitering at Rocco's and I needed somebody to come in and do my tables for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, one one of the uh, she was only there for a couple of years, but one of the like uh, not dorm faculty and not teachers, but she like helped out with athletics and stuff. She like hit me up a couple of years after college, and she's like, "Oh, hey, 
and it was a great conversation. I was like, oh, this is cool. I thought you were kind of cute. And then uh, she's like, oh, you should come over, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then I get there, and then I see one of the guys who graduated a year below me. I'm like, all right, this got weird real fast. <laughs> <laughs> and she starts talking about it, and I'm like, ah, oh, God damn it. Yeah, <laughs> that sucks. For only $500, you can buy into this whole thing. It's like, I got student loans. I ain't got $500. You're like gesturing to the two of them like, I don't want to buy into all this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. It's like, uh, oh, God damn it. So we've there hit goes it. my booty call. So we've hit it as far as questions are concerned, right? That's all? Yeah, I believe so. I think we got a couple of minutes left for uh, the Sean O'Brien segment of tonight's show. Sob stories. Which, we, of course, we are referring to as uh, sob stories. The music's going to continue going. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to let this one run. Um, okay. So you go right ahead. It's not a sad story. Yeah, no. But I appreciate the music. So, okay. So I was in the... Jake was watching Netflix, and he was watching this show called Mr. Young. And I doubt that any of you have seen it. But the premise of the show... Premise. Is... Take a drink. Everybody take a shot. The premise of the show is that this kid went to college and graduated when he was like nine. And now he is... 14 or 15 and teaches at high school okay and so it's just like a basic disney channel nonsense right and the kids are getting into it's new age doogie house pretty much Mm. okay here's the thing he is one of the major plot points is he's trying to get with one of his students (laughs) and that makes me really uncomfortable like they're the same age but he is a teacher and she is his student and i wanted to just kind of like throw that out there and be like what the fuck Whomever makes that, so that's pretty fucking weird, is, right? So is this is your so your concern is that it's going to normalize like well no yeah <laughs> the, the the teacher student like like if a teacher was actually being a creep in school like the kids would be like well it's just like Mr. Young well not not that like I don't think that I just think it's so it's such a weird like it's they're just missing a part of the fact that like it's not it is weird that an older person is trying to you know get with a young person but there is also a relationship with power dynamic yeah which is like even if that kid is 15 and the girl is 16 there's still a weird power dynamic mm. between. like that's just dude i love this <laughs> i don't that's just it's so... just so uncomfortable and i like jake i don't Awkward. i i think mm. this is me looking at it with my like 2019 lens but i like jake doesn't see that he's just right. like oh yeah that's the girl that he wants to get with like he's only yeah. putting like that to that and i don't think that's a, that's a problem but like looking at it it's like adult yeah. people wrote this right and there's no way they weren't like hey do you think it'll be weird if we try to get him to fuck one of no, yeah. they're not trying to yeah, fuck. Yeah. but like yeah. fuck it why not yeah it's just like a weird like twist on that yeah that trope that i'm really i'm really uncomfortable with yeah, <laughs> I don't know how to like accurate accurately yeah. articulate it. I don't like yeah. it either. Like, <laughs> I, the, the, I think it comes down to like wh- how much kids internalize that kind of thing. Like, there's definitely like obviously there's like educational television and stuff like that. But like, it, as much is this just straight? Does this Disney show just the straight garbage that will just go in one ear and out the other, or is there like are there bits and pieces of it that are gonna? I I think it's just it's just garbage. I don't think I think it it seems like a show that he will not remember having watched. Mm-hmm. In you know, like he might, he might like, rem- but I don't know. I think there's also a weird, like kids now don't have the same relationship that we had with TV. Like there, there is such a dearth of content that they like. I, the other I, one, it, dearth is too little, right? Isn't it? 
Let me make this up. Birth? Birth. I don't uh, know. It's an a, abundance. It's a cornucopia. Abundance. Yeah. A smorgasbord of town. Myriad, of, yeah. myriad yeah. Smorgasbord. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that he, uh, that he's like, I don't, like, I don't think, I think I could, he watches so much TV that I think I remember more about, like, the Thundermans than he does. Right. So, uh, but I but I think this one just stuck out to me because it's such a weird, mm-hmm. like, that's such a weird plot point that they're really harping on. Right. Now, does the show, do they, like, kind of beat in the Watcher's head that, like, he is the same age as her? Or is it just, like... He, she's a year older than he is. She's a year older than him. Yes. But, like, it... it Older you women. Know, yeah. You, you know that in the show, like they beat it down, like he is a child. As he is well, a child. Right? He is also a child. He's mm-hmm. fifteen. Because, because he's like, like one. Of, I think also his best friend. He's teaching him. He teaches yeah. like science or something. So, yes, it is completely awkward and weird. I think it's a fine show as long as they don't have an episode where he's like, "You'll get an A if you give me a kiss." <laughs> yes. right, yeah, yeah. Like, I think once, that's that's the bridge. That's, that's I, the bridge that makes it a that's show. Like season that, six. Like, like, yeah, I think yeah, even I, I don't know. It's it seems weird because even like implicitly that's part of the arrangement. Like he has control over her grades, yeah. even if it never comes up. Like that's still a real yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it's still an about an abuse of a power position. Yeah. It's like a musician dating a fan. Like, there's never, exactly. you can't really ever be in a right. Yeah. So, Mr. Young, you're on notice. Yeah. Get 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 ready. Nope. You can now. Now I have here. another uh, follow up to this. So, Pretty Little Liars did something similar, except it was an actual adult and an actual student. Mm-hmm. Except the girl, st- the female student, was the pursuer of the teacher, and she used that as a power role. Mm-hmm. What's your view on that? Because it's still. You mean so kind of, the, there was a, a female teacher? And no, then, female student. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm mixing it up. Who I believe was like a sophomore okay. in high school. Okay. And a young, fresh out of college male teacher. Okay. And she actively pursued him and then more or less made him feel like shit for giving in and making him feel like a terrible person. And know. while I agree, it's like, yes, you that is still statutory rape. It's like, if anything, I think because that show is largely aimed at young female pre-adults, kind of adults. I don't know. I don't know. But, the, the, I think the, the idea is the uh, like, if you're a teacher, you've got a responsibility and you've got a moral compass. Yeah, you have the moral yeah. responsibility to regardless of what. I, I agree. I think my issue with, with the way it's presented in the show is it's like, this is my power move. For a show for girls who are of the same age, saying like you should seduce your teachers. So was it? It was like, it was in your like in your viewing of it was like it was promoting that as like a reasonable thing for her to be doing. Or was um, she like a was she like this is a bad person doing a bad thing? Yeah. But also he's a bad person doing a bad thing, and it was just no. Like, it it was for the most part for the first couple seasons from what I remember seeing over my mom's shoulder. It was her just literally toying with him, not caring what social or professional implications were on his end or legal repercussions. And eventually she's just kind of like, all right, I'm done. So my argument, not argument, I guess my perspective is that is kind of like showing that it's not really that big of a deal, kind of, sort of. It's hard for me to say without seeing the episode. Is it basically like, 
does the show give the imp- implication as you're is it seems like it is that this is an empowering move like the student is 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 empowered to make a move on their professor because from of her whatever. perspective yes from everyone else's perspective who knows oh. about it no okay I, but I don't know. It that's, takes that's a like murky, seasons a for that to become a thing. Yeah. Then I I think if they're if they're portraying, I don't know. I it's think it's hard. Waters. Yeah. Because yeah. I haven't seen it either. So I think it's, if yeah. they're if they're portraying it as like if everyone else is like what you're doing is wrong, and also like what the teacher is doing is wrong in like even kind of, because it, it seems like he was receptive to it at least a little bit, and that's yeah. like and as long as it's like this is bad all around but especially the teacher because like you know kids can get it twisted also i think if, I if this is like generally like a this is a abc family or ABC yeah family or free form is what it's called now free form, free form. like I, I i don't know like that's just generally going for like between like drama like very very salacious kind of of drama comedy kind of things and 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 i don't I don't know. I, I don't know how complicated they're trying to get with their their moral messaging there necessarily. So yeah, this is, I, I'm I, completely spitballing, having not seen this episode yeah. or anything like that. I agree, and but with the way that most media is being perceived and interpreted by that age group at this point, i.e., um, Thirteen Reasons Why, mm. can would that not be like, oh, well, if they're literally going to take this in that context as like this is how I should be, lead my life. Why would they not be doing that with other shows? Okay, so you're just like it. They shouldn't have like it was just it be a, glorified. It was that. a bad move for yeah, them. To, I, yeah, I I agree. Like I understand the well, that's point I mean, line yeah. of the story, but with the target audience, yeah, it's like, I think you're right. It, it it can. I think you're. They might have been. It, it seems like maybe they were indelicate mm-hmm. or like not s- s- concise enough. So it's like yes. the message is getting muddled. It's like what are you trying to say? Right. Is is what she's doing okay or not? It's like you really have to be kind of black and white about this like it's always bad don't, yeah don't fuck your always, teachers all the time teachers don't let's fuck not put students. this yeah. in question for like two years yeah it's a bad thing yeah 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 maybe it wasn't a great move for them to have used that as a plot point yeah no. this has been sob stories with sean o'brien my bad <laughs> that's all <laughs> just a couple chords uh, <laughs> so if more people want to cry sean where do they reach you <laughs> I don't Where know. they reach you, bro? Uh, <laughs> well, you more people Twitter want some of your sob stories. How do they get to you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at hey it's sob. How about you, Tim? At House of Hanson. I mean, uh, uh, at Tim R Hanson. Dude, that's a great handle. If you if that hasn't been taken already, I would absolutely go for it. I'm about to because I already don't use my Twitter. <laughs> How about you, Rich? What's your Twitter handle? At b underscore walnuts. And I'm available at mcasnell. That's m k a s z n e l. The podcast, of course, is brose underscore podcast on Twitter or just brose podcast on Facebook. And if you have a question for the show, email it to brosequestions at gmail That's brosequestions at gmail.com the podcast is always available on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify stitcher soundcloud tune in and every other damn place you can find a podcast special thanks as always to mary o'brien for compiling our questions uh shannon vogel of shannon vogel photography for designing our logo and you can find her wares on etsy uh and our theme music is when by uh steven sieber uh rich what's going on with uh podcast these days uh we just do a weekly uh nerd roundtable about the news that's going on throughout the Week. Another week. Okay. Um, I uh, co-host the Keystone Coast to Coast uh, sports podcast with my buddy Ed Provident. Comes out every couple of weeks. 
and usually focused on Pennsylvania specific uh, sports. So with the uh, Sixers, with, with the only two uh, Philly sports teams right now playing being the uh, the Phillies and the Pirates, you can expect 15 minutes of that and then 45 minutes of us going like, boy, those jerseys look cool, don't they? <laughs> or like discussing the NBA draft or something. Me teaching Eddie about the NBA draft. Uh, and I also edit the uh, Under Pressure podcast, The Hidden Story of Pregnancy and Preeclampsia. Uh, say goodbye to the listeners, everyone. Bye. Goodbye. For, Hasta luego. For Tim Hansen, Sean O'Brien, Rich Sweeten, and the entire Action Moves team. <laughs> My name is Matt Kaznell, reminding you all to be smart about being stupid. Hey. Deuces. How can I do anything stupid? I'm not going anywhere. Ouch. No, it's be smart about being stupid. Yeah. Bionic. I don't know if I can do that either. Remember, always practice safe sex and wear a whisk. Be smart about being stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Always practice safe whisk.